Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland proudly presents the Main Street Electrical Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a new episode of the Carousel Project podcast. How exciting is this? Our first episode in 2023. Happy New Year to everyone. And also, can we believe it's 2023? Because no, I not at all can. This is actually I, me and Josie's year. So welcome to our year. Welcome to our year. It's the yeah, not mine, just the two of you. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be a part of it, you can. But we've claimed this year, so... Yeah, it's like the Joe and Co. year. So I don't know how Joe Co. Toto. You know, Toto. Toto. We can Toto. We, we can play yeah. with it. We we'll, can play we'll with see. it. Maybe we'll see. We'll circle. We'll back. talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it, Adam. We'll Shout talk out, about it. <laughs> We will talk about it. Um, so we are really, really, really excited for this episode. Um, <laughs> what? Your I know. I'm like that's a Your stretch, face when I said that. I was like, okay. <laughs> we are a moderate amount excited for this episode. Speak um, for yourselves, guys. I'm <laughs> effing thrilled. Let's be real. This is the episode of the season that we let Adam pick. Yes. This is Toto's episode. We are here for one person and one person only. But before we jump into that, my name is Josie Maida, and you can find me on all socials at Josie Maida. And I'm Kate Killebrew. You can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew. And she's spicy today, folks. It's going to yeah, be... Yeah, get ready, you guys. It, she is spicy today. And I love to see it every time. I love a spicy Kate. <laughs> oh, like, a, like a spicy crawdad <laughs> in the middle of June, Buck. Okay. And I am Adam Vision 3D, and you can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam. Yeah, you can. The first yeah, you can of 2023. Definitely going to be a great year. Our question for today is, have you ever sat down and enjoyed the Main Street Electrical Parade? <laughs> My quick question. and sweet and spicy answer, no, I have not. <laughs> but I do hear the um, electrical water pageant every single night from my house. So that's something. I love that for you. Um, I've not, I have walked by and admired as I continue to go ride rides while other people sat and watched it at night. Um, mm-hmm, but no, mm-hmm. I, but I have, I have seen the electrical water pageant, which is this parade's big sister. So same that's thing. True. Yes. Yes. Toto. I, I feel like an outcast here. <laughs> Like, I've watched this parade hundreds of times. When I was a kid, this was brought back to Disneyland in, like, the early 90s. And as, like, a seven-year-old kid, I think, at the time, it was the coolest thing I had ever seen in my life. And so I think it's just, like, I don't. there's so much nostalgia tied to it for me. And then Mm -hmm. they brought it back, I believe, in the early 2000s. It was at uh, California Adventure for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they took it away from there and moved it to Magic Kingdom in Florida. And the first couple times I went to Florida, um, to Disney World in the, like, 2000, 
2011, I believe, was the first time. The first few times I went, it was there. So I saw it a couple times there. And then it seems like every few years since then, it's been in California. And they keep telling me it's glowing away forever. <laughs> so I've been to three straight times of its last ever performance <laughs> in 2022, 2019, I think 2017. And mm-hmm. it keeps coming back, even though it's glowing away She keeps coming forever. back. I thought yep. this so. time it said back. glowing away for the season. So yes, that was that was the, the yeah. I found that technicality <laughs> on the website. So who knows when they'll bring it back, but I I'm ready for it. I'm glad Adam loves this episode. And even though Kate and I don't really share the same sentiment and nostalgia, I do think this is going to be a really cool episode, oh, all jokes course, aside, yeah. because, well, first of all, we're all here having a great time together. Second of For all... The first time in a long time. Second of all, what the hell? Let's have some fun on this podcast. <laughs> third <laughs> of <hurting>. all... <laughs> third of all, um, I think what Adam said is going to be really, really important, and I think that this Um, particular topic will tie really, really great into um, what the Carousel Project is all about, about the marketing behind a lot of these things. And sometimes we don't have as much to go on because we're talking about things so long ago in history that there's not great documentation available. But I feel like for the Main Street Electrical Parade, it's a lot of marketing tied into it. Um, And so I'm excited to chat through that as we chat through all the times, um, this lovely parade has come back to us throughout (laughs) Disney history. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when I was researching, one thing I thought was interesting was that there was a duplicate of the parade the entire Mm -hmm. time. I thought like, Oh, if it was in Disneyland, it wasn't anywhere else. But then, you know, it proved otherwise when they brought it to Walt Disney world for the first time. But anyway, we'll get there. I thought the same thing. I thought that it was going back and forth from coast to coast. And there was like only one of these parades. But then when I heard all the places it's been and saw all the timelines, I was like, no, there's definitely multiple of of these parades. Um, So I guess before we jump into the timelines, we can talk about, you know, what we were talking about in the very beginning, um, the the Main Street Electrical Parade's big sister, because I think that's a really great place to start. Yeah. Um, and I will be, I will be honest. I mean, I'm sure Josie knew about this before the 50th, but I found out I, the whole time I'd wondered, like, were these two actually related in any way because they're mm-hmm. similar but different? Yeah. And it wasn't until the 50th when they kind of highlighted the electrical water pageant's history for us since it'd been 50 years that I was able to confirm Walt Disney World did something first, which was the water pageant versus the parade. So I thought that was kind of cool. But it debuted on October 25th, 1971. It was a part of the entertainment for that um, opening, not opening, but like the dedication celebration Mm -hmm. for the Magic Kingdom. That's when they filmed like the television special and all that as well. Walt Roy did his dedication speech, etc. So. Um, And the water pageant is really cool. Like we were saying, it's something that's still going on today. It's been going on for over 50 years. It's super simple. It's like a little boat that pulls essentially like really low tech screens that have like lights in them that change. So 
when the lights are going one way, it looks like, I don't know, a fish. And then it goes the other way and it looks like a dolphin. I, I don't think those are actually things that are in the um, electrical I water pageant. I think maybe, maybe. I um, had the shirt on the other day and it had all the stuff on it. I really? Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot I gave you that shirt. Well, That's I have, a cool shirt. I have my electrical parade. Oh, yeah. I gave you that one too. Shirt on right now. We love it. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think the water pageant is really cool just because it has such deep rooted history. It's something that Walt Disney World did first. It's Mm -hmm. something that really can only be at Walt Disney World because it's on the water like that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I guess Disneyland does have some waterways, but not in the same way that Disney World does. Um, and so it's really cool because it's still a way that they're entertaining all these years later, especially the guests who are staying at the Magic Kingdom resorts. So the Polynesian, the Contemporary, and Grand Floridian. If you're staying on the water, you have a balcony room. It's really, really fun to go out at night and watch it. The music feels very nostalgic and very cute and blah, 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 blah. It's adorable. Um, And so inspired by the electrical water pageant, Card Walker commissioned something really similar to try to bring this experience to Disneyland Resort after the water pageant began in 1971. Um, And so I think that's really cool thinking to think like, hey, this parade is great. Let's take it from something to the water to a parade in the park because Mm -hmm. that is really different because, again, these are like low-tech screens being pulled along on the water and they're far away from people and also it's kind of like – they're very low tech. Like it's, it's essentially a boat pulling other little boats with screens and lights, like to bring that to a park, I feel like would be so obviously so different. The illusion of far out miles out on the water, you know, at night, it's not as easy for people to even decipher that it is screen, you know, they're just seeing the light up objects. So like you said, a parade, something that's directly in front of people feet in front of people, and it's got to represent something on both sides. This was a much more challenging feat, which was something I didn't think about either between the two. I just assumed like, oh, Cardwalker just wanted something done with that kind of technology for the for the for Disneyland. But it made sense after, oh, they don't have big waterways like that. So it had to be it had to be a parade mm-hmm. or it had to be something that could fit within the park like that. So it's crazy. Yeah, it is really, really nuts. Again, especially to think of taking it from... They're just so different. Like, I don't think I would have made the connection. Like, oh, the water pageant? Let's turn that into a parade. Like, I just don't think that would have been, like, a thought process for me personally. Because they Mm -hmm. just... I would have been like, why would we bring this to... You know what I mean? Exactly. Which is why up until the 50th, when they said, you know, this debuted 50, you know, the 50th of um, Walt Disney World, like, oh, the electrical water pageant debuted, you know, 50 years ago. I had always thought they were like cousins or siblings, but I didn't know like the, the timeline between the two. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, I didn't realize the timeline they're like was so cousins close. more than sisters. Like they're, they both have music. It's both at night. But they're both doing very different things. So anyway, it was a real feat uh, to pull something like this off as a parade, Um, especially color, the the color wise with the lights, because um, Mm -hmm. when I did my On This Day in Disney History about the 50th anniversary of the parade, um, I found out that at that time there were only white lights out. So all of the colored lights were Mm -hmm. hand painted to create 
the colors for that parade. Which is very, 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 very crazy to Mm -hmm. think about because you think about like colored lights on Christmas trees, but I get these are, I guess these are just like earlier, I mean, these are like not earlier iterations, but just a different type of light. Yeah. Um, So that's pretty crazy. And that kind of brings us to the beginning of, you know, the Main Street Electrical Parade. They were debuting this June 17th, 1972 Mm -hmm. at Disneyland. So really not that far out from the water pageant literally especially when we think when we think about how much work needed to be done um and so throughout the process it was being made in italy i believe they were getting this parade like some pieces made in italy i think is what i read they said that the the original parade units were built by silvestry which is a company in chicago that was known for the michigan avenue holiday light displays in chicago that's what i okay i think i was looking at something with italy maybe it was with the lights but maybe the lights the, the part that i wrote down is like the actual note was wherever it was it was not going well it was yeah. not going to be done on time. They were about two months behind. And so they brought it to Disneyland and finished the parade themselves, which included installing and painting over 500,000 light bulbs, which is absolutely insane. Like, I could not imagine the tedious work of not only installing those light bulbs, but I think the painting, as Kate mentioned, the tinting is really what would yeah, that, that, that was really such crazy. an extra step that's that we don't think about that now. Um, and it did only debut with 12 floats, um, which now it has 22. So it's almost doubled in the amount of floats, but it debuted with 12. Um, a lot of people don't realize that the song in Main Street Electrical Parade existed before the parade. Like it wasn't created for the parade. Mm-hmm. It's called the Baroque hoedown and it came out in yep. 1967 so it was not Ooh. an original song for this per- for which makes sense because they were throwing this thing together so quickly mm-hmm. after the water pageant but i did not know and that before so, I did my video. it's become so 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 iconic, iconic now yeah I, I hear it in my head i right didn't now. find this but is was that little turtle one of the original characters the one that's like super popular I feel like he must be because um, all of the timelines I looked at, none of them included him getting added. Like, I found stuff for Mm -hmm. when Elliot got added. I found stuff for when, like, the America one got added. I think he was probably one of the originals, but I didn't look for that specifically. I'm guessing he was probably one of the original 12, though. Yeah, I'm assuming as well, because again, I couldn't find anything that confirmed it. It would be so cool if there was like, and I'm sure there are somewhere in the Disney archives, but like pictures of like that original yeah. run. And imagine if yeah. there was like video of that, like that would be so yeah, cool. Yeah, there was like a YouTube video from 1972 of like the original iteration of this parade. That oh, really? Okay, we'll have to, we'll have no, to. No, I'm just oh, saying if, like, there was, if, there, if there was, if there was, yeah. I was like, damn, really? Because I guess, I mean, anything can happen. I'll look what it up right now. What do um, I know? Well, I'm looking at I'm looking at a Yesterland article right now and it looks like it was originally presented by General Electric. It started with like the Ooh, that's little a great tra- partnership. Yeah, it started with the train po- car um that had like the big circled drum looking thing that it has now um and it it would say Main Street Electrical Parade and then it would switch to say presented by General Electric. Looks like the bumblebee, the whirling but, oh, wait, this is 1996, so maybe not. Yesterday, so you let me down. Version. You let me down. But this version has the bumblebee, which I've seen in the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for that. 
the turtles in front of him. Um, yeah, I don't I wish somebody could break down the original floats because now it's going to bother me. Like which ones were original? Anyway, mm-hmm. it's fine. it's so hard because this parade has been brought back and mm-hmm. taken down so many times and there's a lot of information so it's hard sometimes to find exactly what you're looking for when it's that niche. Um, the parade did not start well. Of course, like bringing something like this to life was really, really difficult. So there were a couple of times where costumes were sparking and floats crashed into buildings, um, but they really kept moving forward as they did. The show was completed and it did um, originally open on June 17th, 1972. That was the original opening in Disneyland. The parade closed on November 25th, 1996. So Adam was about 11 years old at the time. Very cool. To the day. To the day. And what is really crazy about this is a parade running from 1972 to 1996, even just in one park, that would be a great run for a show. That is a really, really, really long run. But it didn't stop there. So on June 11th, 1977, it opened in Magic Kingdom, and it was on until September 14th, 1991. Another really, really great run, obviously longer in Disneyland on both ends. Um, But that's when I realized for the first time that, like, there there had to be two versions of this parade because I feel like a lot of people in the Disney community talk about like oh it was sent from coast to coast but it's like no obviously not because they were going on at the same time yeah d23 confirmed that there was a duplicate version that ran in Magic Kingdom um because I that's where I pulled the timeline from and they said Mm -hmm. duplicate version ran in Magic but I I assumed the same thing because I was like well, maybe for the two years that it didn't run in Disneyland for America on Parade, they brought it over to Magic Kingdom, but they yeah. didn't. That wasn't the case, so. Well, also, then March 9th, 1985 to June 21st, 1995, more overlapping dates. It was in Tokyo Disneyland, so yeah. that's a third iteration. And then April 12th, 1992 to March 23rd, 2003, it was in Disneyland Paris. Now, those dates don't overlap as much. I guess, technically, that could have been the Magic Kingdom iteration yeah shipped over to paris it it was they did they brought the they brought the magic kingdom person version to paris for Mm -hmm. paris's opening so in 92 very cute very very cute and so after that those were all really great runs for for this parade super super long time really really consistent runs and then just a few years later on may 21st 1999 it came back to uh, magic kingdom and then i thought it was interesting that the parade ended april 1st 2001 just because we know that um they really struggled to get people in the parks in 2001 did you think anything odd about that date kate that no. it ended in 2001? No, I didn't think so, because we wouldn't see that until after the tourism crash in 9-11. So, oh, true. That is before and that. And they were prepping for, they were probably prepping for the 100, year, the 100 Years of Magic celebration, too, because that was going to be coming up in, they started that in October. So, yeah, I didn't, I, 2001, there wasn't really anything else going on until... Yeah, until after that. So yeah, I maybe always think of two thousand one as just like a bad a year. Bad but year but for no, Disney it was just overall. the end of it. It was yeah, two thousand two on. I would say 
But yeah. Because I feel like this parade came back at like times when the company needs it the most. I feel like that's when like they bring this parade back. So anyway, it was there May 21st, 1999 um, to April 1st, 2001. And like Kate said, then they started making way for the next celebration. So makes sense. So basically after it left Magic Kingdom in April, like on April 1st, 2001, then it would go back to California, but this time in DCA from July 4th, 2001. Um, I don't have the end date next to me, but it's, it's uh, April 18th, 2010 is what I found. Yeah, it was there for a while. I That's remember a really seeing, long like, time. Yeah. So from from what I have from D23's website, it just says July 4th, 2001, and it would retor- return to DCA for the first time as Disney's electrical parade instead of Disneyland electrical parade um, mm-hmm. or Main Street electrical parade. And then um, I have Tokyo Disneyland also had it June 1st, 2001. It would return then. And then for DCA, it would be running seasonally starting June 12th, 2009 to August 23rd, 2009. And then again, and then it says again, seasonally April 18th, 2010. Then it would return to Walt Disney World for six years, June 5th, 2010 to October 9th, 2016, which is when I vividly remember walking past it, like Mm -hmm. in the night in Magic Kingdom. Um, They always had it going. It was like constant when people were like, oh, it's going to be gone. I was like, it's been here for six years. Anyway. I think um, I saw it when I went on my trip when I was in high school. I want to say, not that I sat and watched it, but that like I knew it was happening. That I like had walked past it, but like again, it seemed like one of those things. Like, of course, at the time, I thought it had just been there like literally forever, like a day one kind of a thing. Oh yeah. Um, But when you look at it, it really has a very, very convoluted date structure of all this. This park has got around. This park has gotten around. And then, then we start seeing kind of what we were talking about, where it was kind of just showing up seasonally every few Mm -hmm. years at Disneyland. So Disneyland saw it from January 20th to August 20th, 2017. Then again, two years later, August 2nd to September 30th. That's like only a month. Yeah, that's not that long. That seems like a pain in the booty yeah it must just like kind of live at disneyland at this point and then we wouldn't see it again you know obviously during the few years that everything was kind of all over the place but it came back for the 50th april 22nd 2022 through september 1st 2022 so based on the wording that adam spoke about earlier we're guessing it's glowing away based on this i think it's going to glow away Maybe for the for the year till next year this time that time or maybe two years because 2017 to 2019 right. that was two years. It, that's the thing I can't find any rhyme and reason with this information. Mm-hmm. Right, um, they, they'll bring it back when they need to up some merch sales and well, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I think the rhyme or reason, especially in recent years, is yeah. like what we do need we need something. to do to get the people excited? Yeah. What do we need to do to get these Disney fans to be happy? Right, there are some buttons that they can push that they know like is going to make the majority of diehard parks fans happy like anything cool and figment 
the Figman popcorn bucket nods to vintage Epcot like they know something like the Main Street Electrical Parade. And they did. They put it on TikTok first. That's how they announced it. Yeah. And that was huge. People went nuts. Um, And it's so funny because this parade has come around so many times. But Mm -hmm. every time it's back, people are really excited. And I think it's interesting, as Adam said, that now they're finally, maybe they know that people know. So it's like going away for the season. But they're not saying anymore, like, going away forever. Yeah, for going away forever and then it magically came back. So um, and also I wanted to say it was so like when they moved it from Disneyland to DCA, it was so weird at first because like, oh, yeah, it, it was kind of it's the Main Street electrical parade. And so it was kind of made and built to be on Main Street in Disneyland. And yeah. seeing it in another park was kind of odd. Like, could you imagine Festival of Fantasy showing up at Hollywood Studios or something? Yeah. Like, that's made for Magic Kingdom. So yeah. it, was, it was very weird. And then, you know, they kind of doubled down on that where they had Paint the Night at Disneyland. And then they moved that to DCA as well for a Yeah, I remember that. I've never seen Paint the Night, Me but either. I feel like it would be a better fit just I because, like, Main soundtrack. Street Electrical Parade is, like, again, I've never seen it. So Paint I feel like Main Street Electrical Parade is, like, so Disneyland where Paint the Night, I feel like, maybe is a little bit more forgiving. Yeah. I Well, and it makes, I mean, based on this timeline, it makes sense that they brought it over to DCA in 2001. The park had just opened in February. They were like, we need something exciting. It was already doing bad. So they're like, Superstar Limo wasn't bringing the guest over. (laughs) They said, Superstar Limo is a floppity flop. Please, please bring... Our tried and true out of storage and because we need it. 2009, I mean, I don't have all the timelines in my head, but, and Adam would probably know better than me just off the top of his head, but wasn't that kind of when Bob Iger was talking about making the changes to DCA that Yeah, they, they started... They started announcing because Cars Land and everything like um, like the reimagining of, of like the opening of like Buena Vista Street. Yeah, the, that all opened in 2012. So I'm guessing around 2009 or so is when I all of that really started, you know, was announced like, and started. I think that's when they started like the Blue Sky Cellar and all that where people could come and look at their ideas. So it would make sense that like while they're announcing that like, oh, we're about to have all this construction going on, but mm-hmm. we're bringing back the main street electric so kind of like what josie talked about earlier with marketing and redirecting of like how can we satisfy guests yeah because it was it was a big change i mean they had to they closed the entire main gate and had to like used to enter and exit in this like corridor behind soren during that time when they were redoing the whole main gate yeah they had you like you exited there's like if you're walking like from the front to Soren, right past Soren, there's like a little walkway. Yeah. And that was like the makeshift entrance and exit of DCA because they were redoing the entire entrance. So that it was park a big was a change. hot mess, baby. Yeah. That park was a oh, yeah. hot, hot mess. And who came to save the day? The Main Street Electrical Parade. I also think it's really <laughs> cool because we don't really get a lot of original IP anymore. I don't have a problem with there being like characters in the parks, obviously. I think it's great. I think it's really, really cool for families to see like what they see on TV come to life in the parks. And I understand that yeah. the general Disney Parks guest who comes, you know, once in a lifetime wants to see that kind of thing I get all of that but I do miss like original IP and really cool original storytelling I feel like it's so rare that we get that anymore and so I feel like these characters have really become 
beloved iconic characters they've been turned into popcorn buckets t-shirts they made people go crazy on tiktok all these years later um they even had snacks i feel like this last time around like i saw mm-hmm. tarts with like the the logo on it and they so had, like, i special, feel like, like rainbow popcorn i, I think it was yeah. like a candied popcorn type thing but the the popcorn cart right outside matterhorn for like the most recent run in a few months ago had like some special candied rainbow popcorn um, so yeah, they, they really, you know, they know what the people want now. We want merchandise, we want special treats and they just, you know, give us everything. It's a machine. Yeah. And they know that, yep. th- that this is a parade that's going to make a lot of money. So I feel like it is really cool to see that people love these characters so much and love this parade so much when it's a song from the sixties and it's not necessarily a Disney song. I mean, it kind of is now, yeah. but it's just something that people have fallen in love with. And I think as Adam said at the very beginning, um, nostalgia, I think in terms of Disney is such, it, it's so powerful for marketing in general, but there's no company that has nostalgia to throw around like Disney, at least in my right. opinion. And so I think that it's one of the smartest things they do is bringing this parade back again and again because people will use it to make an excuse to go to the parks more or to go to the parks in general maybe they didn't have a trip planned but right they love the parade as a kid they're like in in 2017 and 19 there are so many times where i specifically drove down by myself to anaheim and watched you know both the parades we got popcorn in between maybe went on a ride or two but i went specifically because i'm like oh i have nothing to do tonight let's go see the parade and get you know get on a ride or two but the reason I was going was the parade. And yeah. so, so many people booked things specifically just because that was back. Yeah. And I feel like there were so many people this last time. It was really more all over social media because when it came oh, yeah. back in 2017, I mean, I was a part of like the Disney community at the time, but I don't really remember that much buzz about it. Yeah. I, I don't know what the difference was. Maybe it's because this was coming back after um, – after um covid and it really you know it got people excited that it was coming back after covid but i feel like it still has that nostalgic pull every single time it may have also just been because we had just had it for six years straight in walt disney world ending in october Mm -hmm. 2016 and then it came back in january 2017 in disneyland so i mean disneyland might have been excited but walt disney world was like like we've had it for six years straight kind of thing but yeah i mean after after the pandemic anytime anything comes back it's been a big deal and i think disney knows as well as we do that saying that it's the 50th anniversary of something adds an extra layer you know of excitement um to something returning um, I think it would have been way cooler if they had brought it back for the 50th to Magic Kingdom. I know it technically wouldn't have been the 50th of that parade in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But I feel like, as we've talked about for the 50th anniversary, Walt Disney World really needed that pizzazz and seeing really how did. excited people got for the merchandise, for the popcorn buckets, for everything. I think it would have been really cool if they had brought it to Magic Kingdom as part of the 50th anniversary celebration and been like... You started it midway through, you know, because the celebration was so long, started it on the parade's 50th anniversary as part of the overarching 50 years of Walt Disney World and talk right. about how the parade was inspired by Walt Disney World, how it's been around for 50 yeah. years, starting at Magic I Kingdom. I feel like that would have been, I don't know. I feel like that would have made a lot more sense, especially because there really weren't like we've seen with celebrations in the past where there were activations at parks all over the globe. I don't really feel like the 50th of Walt Disney World was that way. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really feel like there was any celebrating for it at other parks around the country. No, there really wasn't any celebrating for it at Walt Disney World in the grand scheme of things. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, So I thought I would talk about my favorite version of the Electrical Parade, um, which was a one night only event. That our, boy Mikey, that our boy uh, Mikey came through It's going to be fantastic. Okay. So June 14th, 1997, if you keep up with my series or you kept up with my series before it died, I talked about this on June 14th, 1997 for Hercules premiere, world premiere. Yes. It was in New York. Yep. I remember we talked um, about It was this. on the New Am- at the or outside the New Amsterdam Theater. They had a big old celebration, and part of it was for one night only the Hercules Electrical Parade. The sign said Hercules Electrical Parade. They created special floats just for this, in addition to the existing Main Street Electrical Parades. And they all traveled over from California to New York for this. This was also the first time that the parade was on streets outside of a Disney park. So that was kind of a big deal. And it went off without a hitch. Mm-hmm. They they didn't have any problems, so that was good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the footage that they have from the Disney Channel special that I watched um, of, you know, the big light-up Pegasus with Hercules on it and the big light-up, um, you know, Hades, it was just so cool to see that going down the streets of New York. Um, and knowing that this iconic parade, which was currently on hiatus anyway, got to come out for this big world premiere of this movie that they were putting so much into with that world premiere. And again, who who is it that gives us the pizzazz that we really want? Our boy Mikey. Mikey. Mm-hmm. He leaves nothing up to the imagination. He just makes it happen. And that's that's what we need. Anyway. Um, I did want to go ahead and highlight um, the people behind the Main Street Electrical Parade. Um, mm-hmm. It was project directors Robert Janney and Ron Meisaker. Um, Robert Janney, he had re- a really cool history with Disney. Um, he, he would become a Disney legend in 2005. He passed away in 1989. But he actually started with the Disney company in 1955 as head of guest relations at Disneyland. So he hmm, wow. he he started out in the very beginning, you know, with the park for him to go on and create this show that's such a big deal 50 years later. Um, he would also be, in 1967, he would become the director of entertainment um, for Disney. Then um, he'd eventually move up to creative director of Walt Disney Productions. Um, some of the biggest things he's known for, obviously, the Main Street Electrical Parade, but also um, America on Parade was a big deal that he's known mm-hmm. for. Um and he has a window on Main Street in Disneyland above the bank of Main Street that reads a lucky, a Main, lucky guy. Reads Main Street Electrical Parade World Headquarters. So if you see that wow. window, it's for him. Guys, when when do you think we're gonna be getting our Carousel <laughs> Project podcast window? I don't know. I've been in touch with some people to try to see when they're going to make it happen. I think they're just trying to figure out, like, they want it, but they're just trying to They're looking for the best window for us. Yeah, like where, you know what I mean? Where the gear icon would fit best. 
you know? Yeah. Like, I, think, I think it's it's definitely something that's in the works. Um, but no, that's so cool. I feel like that just doesn't happen anymore, at least not as much, that someone no. goes from, like, guest relations and moves up and becomes, like, someone who gets a window on Main Street. And it's yeah. really cool because I feel like it used to be, like, all hands on deck, whoever has the best idea. But I'm sure there was always some level of, like, of course. Who's the favorite. Um, of course. But I think it's really, really cool to see how this parade has just like stood the test of time. And I wonder when it's going to come back again, like when we're going to get this parade again and what it's going to be for. Because I think from a marketing standpoint, it's very, very telling of like, not when the company is necessarily in trouble, but like when they need something good, like they pull it out to like distract us from something else. Yeah. Right. I would guess it's not coming back this next, like, you know, 2023. I'm, I guess they'd give a year off for Disneyland. Right. Because Especially I mean, with Disney 100. Mickey and Minnie Runway Railway opening. Um, yeah. Disney 100. You know, a, they've got enough going on. Yeah. Right. So I would guess like summer, like late spring through summer of 2024 is okay, when they that's our official bring it back guess. to Disneyland. That's our official guess. Yes. As a spokesperson for the Carousel Project podcast, that is our official guest. Um, yes. well, I think I should sit down and watch it next time. Like, I think that's my goals to like I actually want to. Like, sit down I, and. I mean, I wanted to see it whenever it. it was back at Disneyland, but it ended September first, and we weren't there until September seventh, yep. eighth. So we missed it. Yeah. I would have. I would have probably sat down and watched it. I probably. Yeah, I think would've. so too. Especially at Disneyland. Like, yeah. I feel like I'd right. like to see it at. And the, the new float they added for this this most recent version of it was really cool. What yeah. was it? They it's the finale float they made just like all it's like gotta have thirty different characters on it maybe. Yeah, it's it's incorporating a bunch of characters that weren't in it before. Like they have like Raya and you know characters from Encanto, Moana, Coco. Like again, yeah. like I don't I don't like that. Like I don't know. For me, I'm like leave it as like cute little turtles and I think it replaced the America um, float that they it had. Did. So right. well, and I it, also it, hate America. So. I was gonna Same. say I feel like that was gonna help you with it. So thank you so much, Gate. <laughs> and then behind that one, they have a little like it's. It's tall, but it's not like a long float, but it it's basically the front, like the um, outside of It's a Small World, all lit up and changes colors and stuff. That's it's really so cool. Yeah, well, um, I did have a few fun facts about the Main Street Electrical Parade. But I, I did. love fun, I love fun facts. facts. But I did want to still highlight the other person that I was talking about, the other project director, um, Ron Meisaker. So he was actually involved in the Hoop Dee Doo review show. Like he was involved Whoa. in the creation of that show. And um Damn, what a legacy. And in 1983 he would become vice president of original programming for the Disney Channel. So he did a few random cool cool things at Disney as well. My point is some interesting people were involved in this parade back in 1972. But anyway, um so fun facts. Um Main Street Electrical Parade was the first parade to feature unique musical arrangements synchronized to each float. So <laughs> that was new. Um the current version, the one that Adam and I were talking about with the newest float, features 18 different stories represented. Alice in Wonderland, Cinderella, Peter Pan, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Pinocchio, Pete's Dragon, Hercules, Brave, Coco, Princess and the Frog, Moana, Mulan, Pocahontas, Raya, the, La- the Last Dragon, the Lost Dragon. I've never seen it. I'm so sorry. Frozen the Last Dragon. Two. Have you never seen it? No. It's pretty cute. Frozen Same. 2. Um... 
Jungle Book, Aladdin, and Encanto. Um, there is five miles of electrical wiring to create all the lighting behind the parade. Um, Cinderella's clock tower is the tallest of the floats at 23 feet tall. Elliot, who is Pete's dragon, who was added for the film in 1977. He is, he includes, um, 5,600 pounds of lights. He is 16 feet tall, 10 feet wide, and 38 feet long. And that wow. float is very well known. I feel like besides the yeah. snail, I feel like the snail and Elliot are like the two that I see a lot of. Is it a snail or a turtle? A turtle. My bad. A turtle. Okay, it is. Well, they, no, I, I, I really. They have a snail too. A snail. Oh, they do. They have a bumblebee. They have a turtle. Oh they yeah, have a bumblebee, snail. turtle, snail. I meant the turtle. I apologize. I'm very. I, I don't know anything. Um, I would also like to qualify. I or just uh, what is the word I'm looking for? I would like to. S- I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I don't hate America. I just would way rather a princess float. I mean, I don't. Same. Agree. I don't hate it. I don't know if it deserves a float some days. I don't hate it. Well, the float was added in 1979 post-bicentennial. That was why that float was added. That was the vibe. Anyway, um, it was after America on Parade went away. It came back and it had that float. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. There are six different colored bulbs um, throughout the parade. Um, they have amber lights, blue, chartreuse, red, green, and pink. Um, and the amber lights, there are 150,000 amber lights, the most of any color in the parade. Wow. And... That is it. Those are my facts. I thought they were That's crazy. I wonder how many, I mean, I guess now they can use colored lights, but I wonder, yeah. like, I wish I could know, like, are any of the lights still original? Like, are, my how much of it is, is no. still the original, how much of it is still the original parade? Are right. there pieces well, that are still original, like, truly, truly original? I mean, I guess no, but there could yeah. be. These are the facts we want. When when the parade went away, I think I think it was the ninety six date on my birthday. Um, they they later they sold bulbs from that parade. Like it came in a commemorative box and everything, but they actually sold like light wow, bulbs from that version of the parade. Cool. Um, so I don't know if they sold every single light bulb, but I would guess with how much lighting technology has changed since then, like everything now is like, yeah. you know, fancy LED lights because they all they used to all just be one color. I believe, you know, they'd all every bulb would have its own individual color. But now, yeah, because they were pa- like, painted. They, right. And nowadays they can change colors. Yeah. You know, LED lights can change colors. So I think yeah. now it's all LED because they're able to change. You they know, could do so, so much easily. more with it. I mean, I will right. say in this timeline, it says for the Magic Kingdom version that was from 99 to 2001, it was a completely refurbished parade. So I'm guessing they maybe oh, okay. made some major overhauls with maybe the lighting technology then. Because you have to think that that was it returning after the Spectra Magic run that they had in Magic right. Kingdom. So they may have gotten a lot better at, you know, parade lighting at night and stuff. And maybe they updated, you know, Main Street Electrical to be better for the future. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. It is a very cool parade. And again, just to, to wrap her on up, I think it is really cool. It does really... Um, bring to life what we're talking about. It's so cool to look at all the different 
print ads and website articles and website banners that come out every single time that they're either bringing the parade back or it's going away and just that push and to see how excited people get to see that there's a demand for treats and popcorn buckets and and um shirts and you know then people wear those around like it just really really shows how much people not only love this but how smart the marketing is and how they know that like bringing this parade back is is always a win um and so that's our episode yeah. on the electrical, the Main Street Electrical Parade. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's Kate and I are definitely going to have to watch it. I have been inspired by this episode. And I mean, Adam's don't get me wrong. If someone held a gun to my it. head and said, "Recite the melody of this of this parade," I could. I, We're I doing a lot of guns head to heads right in this. In this, yeah. <laughs> but but I couldn't tell you the order of the floats other than that train at the beginning with the big circle. Like I don't know if I can even I tell you the. I don't even know if I can tell you the. Or, I don't even know if I could tell you the melody. Oh dang! Yeah, I well, think the melody that I'm thinking might just be the electric water parade. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they they. I mean, I shouldn't say they sound similar because I haven't listened to both of them in a long time. But they have similar vibes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, similar vibes say. for sure similar vibes absolutely for sure so that is it for our episode thank you so much for listening we appreciate y'all so much especially when we have these crazy wild episodes like we did today um and you know our our brains are mush and we're just trying to to get through the day but we get to come together and chat with all of you guys if you want to chat with us at any time you can find us on instagram at carousel project podcast and as always, we are collecting five-star reviews this season. So if you haven't... It's still my favorite number. If It's still Adam's favorite number. A lot of you guys got that question wrong for his birthday polls on Instagram. I thought that was an easy one. I thought that was a throwaway question. I heard, I heard uh, that my friend Paul... Um, he did. He DM'd and he, and he was said, like, "No, Adam's favorite number is 19, which is is really true." But we're going with five here. He was like, "No, it's not. It's 19." And I was like, "Well, in every episode, I say it's five, so we're going with that." Anyway, we picked the number five for him when he yes. started yes. working yes. with the podcast. So his favorite number is five. So the point is. Maybe leave us a review about this conversation we just had about reviews. Yeah. Because you can can share comments on the review for Apple, and we would so much appreciate that. Um, If you're listening to us on Spotify, you can leave a rating of five stars there as well. We so much appreciate those reviews from you guys. Um, And that's all I'm going to say about reviews. And as always, share us with your friends and family. We're uh, looking forward to 2023 being our biggest and best year yet. So there's a lot of fun in store. Woohoo. And last but not least, y'all know we got to talk about that Patreon. We've got our Patreon. There's five different tiers. Most of our patrons are our e-ticket patrons, which we love. We appreciate that. They get access to everything. They get access to the Facebook group. They get access to the bonus episodes. They got to vote on one of the episodes for this season for us. They let us know what they wanted to hear. So um, if you guys are looking to get even more of Carousel Project podcast, Patreon is the best way to do so. The link is in the show notes. You know what to do. Woo! Thank you for another amazing episode. We can't wait to be back for the rest of this season. Happy New Year. um, And to kick off an amazing year. year. Happy New Year. 2023 is going to be great. Bye, everyone. Bye. Love you. Bye. Take care.